thanks for tuning in on Blend This Trend for a brand new episode. For those of you that are just joining us, thank you so much for stopping by. On the blog, I share my personal insights from my career as a makeup artist since 2010 and invite you, my fellow creatives, to chime in on the conversation. This podcast is a continuation to the awesome conversation that's been happening on the blog. You can read on at www.blendthistrend.com. My guest today is a killer combo of charisma, wit, and strength. At only 26 years old, she's setting the stage as an influencer, empowering young women through her fashion designs and social media. From childhood inspirations to life-changing events that led to her ultimate decision to leave the 9-to-5 world and start her own business, today's episode comes to you with gems of wisdom, hope, and courage. As a forewarning to my listeners, this episode was recorded live and as a result contains background noise with the occasional interruption of a rather unpleasant coughing individual. To avoid the potential loss of good content from our conversation, I opted to continue rolling through the cough storm. Thanks for bearing with me as I fine-tune the process of recording these episodes. Now, without further ado, I hope you guys enjoy this episode with IE Tran. My name is IE. I just turned 26. Woo! <laughs> Still really young. Um, recently, I realized that my name actually was a foreshadowment of what I was supposed to do here. IE, for example, lead by example. <laughs> um, and recently, I realized that my purpose here is to empower others, specifically empowering females. Um, it's something that I'm very passionate and compassionate about. Um, and then with the recent events, especially within the last year, I feel like it's all led to Prism X, which I can talk more about later. Um, and Prism X is going to be an apparel and accessories line. Um, with the mission to empower females from within. That's beautiful. Well, I'm so excited to talk to you more about that soon. <laughs> um, we're going to get into some nice juicy details today <laughs> about the woman behind this brand. Um, so, you know, I mean, I know, I know you on a personal level, <laughs> but not everybody else has the privilege yet of knowing sure. you. So. Let's dive into a little bit about what you were doing before, before your all of this came along. <laughs> I mean, um, you know, there are a lot of there are a lot of facets to your business, and you know, you've got an awesome social media thing going on. Um, in addition to this line, I mean, what kind of motivated you to dive into the fashion industry specifically? You know, um, with with designing. Um, I know you to be an artistic person, but maybe were there things in your 
childhood or oh, events yeah. that happened over the recent years that really brought this together? Like, um, why now? And what, what kind of got you started? So, why fashion? Mm -hmm. Well, ever since I was four, I started watching Sailor Moon, and that was honestly the catalyst of everything. Women empowerment, females were the um, main characters. They were the ones saving people, saving the world. So that was my introduction to really strong, independent females. And then with all their, it's gonna sound silly, their clothing and their dresses oh, and everything. Awesome. <laughs> I know, they were awesome, <laughs> they were amazing. So then I just started drawing them. And ever since watching Sailor Moon, know with the woman empowerment unconsciously in the back of my mind at that age I didn't know what was going on I just thought it was cool you know I started drawing I started drawing female figures you know started drawing dresses and that's when I really got into fashion because I was like oh what if I created this dress differently or what if I drew it like this and it was just so exciting and I felt like I had a knack for it even from at a young age um, when I grew older though, it wasn't as encouraged by my family, by my parents. You know, it's like, um, drawing's not gonna bring in the money, you know, fashion's not gonna bring in the money. You know, you gotta work hard, go to school, get a good degree, be a doctor, or whatever it is, whatever is gonna make that money. So then, you know, I just had that pressure of, you know, I have to suppress this side of me and just focus on school get good grades, focus on school, and so I did. Now I went to college for business. Initially I went to Cal State Long Beach for fashion, mm -hmm. but then again with that pressure I just felt guilty. And I thought, okay, well, fashion, if you have a knack for it, you have a knack for it. You know, I can always take classes on the side, which I did, and then with business, it's so versatile, I can really apply it anywhere. Mm -hmm. I feel that everything happened for a reason, so I feel that it worked out. Um, yeah, you kind of come full circle to use all of it together. Did you ever think at that time that you were going to end up merging forces later with bringing the business back to relate to fashion? Or did you end up just kind of taking a whole new direction and said, ah, I'm just going to leave the fashion behind and, and see where this business thing takes yeah. me? Well, I always wanted fashion. Some way, one way or another, something with fashion. It has so much influence has so much, I guess you can put in so much of your own personality, It can. Mm -hmm. it's so unique and it's always changing mm -hmm. and I like that it has its own personality, each line is unique, has its own personality and it really speaks to the designer behind it and it really speaks to the audience or the women or the people that wear it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, I mean, I guess piggyback that with the whole idea of being unique what what would you say like makes your line unique or your style even yeah unique I mean for some people you know I think oftentimes uh, brand is reflective of their own personal style but for some of us it's it could be something completely different like yeah. you might design down the line for man's line and it might not be stuff you wear but um, what makes your style unique and Maybe it's just a part of your reflection, yeah. but what part of that uh, is something you identify with? I believe every brand is unique, mm -hmm. you know? 
It's a different person behind each brand. It's always going to be different. I would say that mine stands out because I am focusing on what I don't already see out there. So in terms of Prism X, like one of the things that I want to put out into the space is really encouraging or bringing awareness and highlighting the progressive women. So that means the single moms, the two moms in the family, and I don't see a lot of that in the space. Um, and even as common sense, like, oh yeah, women are strong, but when I walk into stores, I don't see that on shirts. It's like, meow, cats. Like, it's, it's funny, it's trendy, but at the same time, what does it say about the woman who wears it, you know? Hangry. <laughs> Hangry. So I really want to, like, merge the power of words with the influence of fashion to really bring out the essence, the power, the strength, the beauty that's already within the woman, you know? And sometimes they just want to wear that, you know? They want to wear a shirt that says, I'm beautiful, I'm powerful, or whatever, you know, whatever it is, and not just... Good morning. Right. Coffee first. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because every time you're stepping in front of that mirror, you're being reminded of that message, too. Exactly. And a lot of times it's that subconscious message, right? That, exactly. I mean, whether it's the music we listen to, it's, you know, the paintings we hang on our walls. I mean, the exactly. jewelry we wear. Mm -hmm. You know, I think there's absolutely something to be said about having a message, you know, on things mm -hmm. that we wear. I mean, even down to the clothing tag, you know, what's, yes. what's on that tag that you're yeah. wearing you know, every day. Mm -hmm. So that's really cool. Um, I always love to ask like what some of the biggest obstacles are that a person's had to overcome in their in their path to not just the business establishment, but just even getting to this point. You know, a lot of things a lot of times it can be something even not obviously related business itself you know it can be very personal but yeah. um, I guess just in regards to starting this business though what what would you say is the biggest obstacle you've had to overcome to just kind of get that ball rolling and say hey I we're gonna start this thing <laughs> you know it's, it's gonna we're not just gonna have it as a dream in the back of our brain uh -huh. we're gonna actually sit down and start putting down the work and start you know collecting the images, whatever it is that needs to be, and yeah. submit this draft and proposal, get my website made, yeah. and start putting out, you know, things on social media. What, what were some of the biggest obstacles that you had to overcome before you got to that point? Yeah. Well, the biggest obstacle that I see, first one that came to my mind, is our own limiting beliefs. Because at the end of the day, no one else can force us to do something or make us do something. You know, they have influence, but at the end of the day, it's us saying, yes, I can, or yes, I can't. Right? So with the inner dialogues that we have, it's really those thoughts of, no, I can't do it, or I probably shouldn't do it, or I'm supposed to go to work, or I'm supposed to do this, or I'm supposed to do that instead. We find all these excuses because we fear of failing or we fear something. 
So it's just us, our limiting beliefs, thinking we can't do something. But in reality, we're always capable. We have everything we need to go after anything we want. That's the biggest challenge. Oh, yes. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. <laughs> and everything after that, I feel like it's almost easy peasy. Mm -hmm. Like, there are obstacles. You know, finding the, what um, domain, finding the mm -hmm. name, just finding resources, how to work into your schedule, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. It's almost easy in comparison to our limiting beliefs. Yeah that's what's going to stop us. Right. It's a less obvious set of tools, you know, like, mm -hmm. just do this and then you'll get this to fix this problem. It's, um, it's often very multifaceted and it doesn't happen overnight. Uh-huh. You know, like they always say, right, growth is not linear. It's sometimes yeah. like this and then it goes down and then it goes backwards seemingly oh, yeah. before it goes forwards and... <laughs> goes sideways. Right. Um, so what do you think helped you to overcome that then? Because it was an obstacle. Clearly, it was no longer an obstacle at a certain point because you were able to move past that. Was there anything yeah. in particular that, that helped you to, or how did you, how did you adapt in order to make that transition? Yeah. Say, okay, maybe enough with that mindset or, or I'm, I'm different now. Yeah. Well, it goes back to what I heard. You know, most people assume they have tomorrow. And then I had another experience. Or, no, I. Someone else said to me, where do you. Or asked me, where do you think is the richest place on earth? Hmm. I was like. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. And then they said the cemetery. Because that's where all the dreams and hopes and goals and inventions that never got made are. Mm. The wealth. The wealth that got buried. And then I even went to the cemetery myself to just you know, just look around. And I would look at all the tombstones. And most of them just said, beloved mother, beloved father, beloved sister, brother, grandparents. And all there was between their birthday and the day that they died was a dash. That's it. And... I walked around just thinking, I don't want a dash. I don't want my tombstone to just say beloved X, Y, and Z. I want my tombstone, or rather, I want to live a life of purpose such that my tombstone says something about me and that my life wasn't just a dash. It didn't just go with, you know, everyone else. It didn't go with just the routine we're supposed to do, go to school, get a job, have a family, and that's it, you know. 
so when I had that experience, it hit me hard. And it's such a great self-reflection. Like, what am I doing with my life? Am I on the road to the dash, or am I on the road to a nice tombstone, I guess? Mm. <laughs> and again, it's just like, we have one life. Our life is now. Am I, am I, whatever I am doing today, is that really what I want to do? So then, that's when I had to make the switch from seeing obstacles to opportunities. Rather than finding excuses, finding reasons that can't work, why something can't work, it's switching my mindset to, all right, so how can I make it work? What do I get to do to have it all? And that really, that just made everything fall into place. You know, just being, again, vision-driven. Where do I see myself? What is my vision? And what am I doing at this moment to get there? Yeah. Wow. I think that those moments, they, they come for a reason because they're meant to show us what's on the other side of that. Mm -hmm. And the, hey, what can I do now to make that change? Because there was something really essential missing from your life up to that point and you're right life is so much fuller now because of just that like you said that switch that perspective and it's not so much like you said that there's a whole new load of resources now available to you they were there all along and yep. they're still here yeah if anything they'll just become more plentiful exactly but getting yourself to that place to even be in a receiving position is yeah. tough. To be aware. To, to be see aware. it. <laughs> yeah. You know, one thing that's really interesting that I just thought about is the fact that, you know, oftentimes when we think about things like fashion and beauty, you know, we often think about, like, the trendsetters and, you know, new movements of, like, these, you know, who's going to be the next innovative creator of something and who's going to be the new generator of ideas and, and things and everybody wants to kind of have their name stamped on something so that you know you can say oh well that started because of me and then there's the other side flip side of things of those who follow and, and want to blend and be as much a part of that as possible and almost kind of lose their own self-identity in the process but it's kind of like to me sometimes I wonder is there ever like you know more of a happy medium where it's you know you may not let's say live to have something named after you but at the same time that doesn't mean you also have to be a follower you know and it's just interesting to me because it's so hard not to fall into that either or black and white category yeah. living in a time like this when I feel like with things like social media and, and life being so present online, you know, we have this whole new generation of people coming in saying, I just want to belong to something, like craving that human interaction, like I still feel myself connected somehow, somewhere, but that kind of like comes at a compromise too. And it's just really interesting to, to see whenever I meet individuals like you, you know, it's it's refreshing because it reminds me that that's still out there 
that even amidst that kind of confusingness sometimes, mm-hmm. it's still possible <laughs> to find yourself, you yeah, know, and define for yourself what is my style, yeah. what is my lifestyle, you know, because that's what it's really become all about, right? It's not just a style, it's a lifestyle, right? Yeah. It's the culture around your brand. So that's really, that's really cool. It's really awesome to see just how much that's really impacted your vision. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks for sharing that. Thank you for asking. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, with with that next step, I mean, where do you see yourself going next with with uh, with your business, with your vision? I mean, what what do you foresee in the future? Um, are there places you would love to see yourself traveling to? People that you might want to work with, and you know, maybe even consider exploring different parts of the industry that you haven't yet touched on yet. I know you mentioned you're also thinking about accessories for your for your line. Um, maybe you can dive into a little bit more about that, but um, I think you're great at doing your own makeup. <laughs> Speaking of beauty, so I mean, is there any, uh, tell me about some of your plans. Uh, what are you hoping to achieve over the next couple years? Well, now that I have a mindset of anything is possible, anything is possible, (laughs) you know? (laughs) What I do see myself going into is again, you know, the apparel, accessories, home decor. Mm -hmm. Um, There's another product that I already thought about and already planned for Mm -hmm. that's not related to apparel, accessories, or home decor. But of course, you know, you gotta focus on one, you can't do everything at once. Um, so I do see myself expanding into other areas. Um, how do I say this without giving too much away? <laughs> Ooh, this is a sneak peek. It's like the trailer before the movie. Yeah. So with my vision, like I really want positive, encouraging, powerful messages to be everywhere. Not just limited to what we wear on ourselves but to, yeah, how do I say this without giving too much away? Like, I want it to be everywhere. And I have ideas of how to be everywhere in places where people haven't thought of yet or haven't dived deep into yet. Because there's advertisements everywhere. We know that. We get bombarded with advertisements all the time. And not just billboards, but but even paintings in the restaurants, you know, messages on cups. They're all advertisements. They're all marketing something. They're all saying something to us. And we receive it in such a way where it impacts us. So if it's a positive message or we perceive it positively, then it's going to benefit us. And... So I just see opportunities literally everywhere, <laughs> you know. Um, Man, your mind must be so busy all the time. Yes, I can't go, stop thinking. Like, zoom in. I, I love, like, I always look at something and think, how can I make it better? Mm. How can I make it more impactful? How can I make it more well-received? Oh man, if we could double and triple you and clone you, 
we'd probably fix a lot of problems in the world. <laughs> that would be great, but you know, we're all already out there. Yeah. People just, they get to see their true potential and find that for themselves and be that person. Tell me about any experiences maybe you might have had that in particular stand out that have really inspired you to create whether it's certain designs for this brand or even how the how Prism X came about. Um, <laughs> talk to me about that name and and what inspired that? Where did you draw your inspiration from? How's your environment influenced you in yeah. that regards? So how I came up with the name, I went on my first week-long hiking and camping trip back in April, and at one of the hikes, um, I said, or I asked the universe, you know, help me find a name for my brand. And I said that, or I asked for that in the beginning of the hike. At the last stretch of my hike, the word prism just flashed across my mind, and it landed well. And I was like, okay, you know, I'll, I'll stick to this. And then after that, like, I just kept seeing signs of prism again. Like, the word would just come out of nowhere. And I just thought, you know what, I'll just run with this. And I wanted to add a word after prism or with prism. And I just couldn't, I couldn't decide on the word, you know. Nothing landed for me. So I was looking for words that meant forward progression, movement, shift, um, possessing of the highest degree, um, believing in one's potential. I just couldn't find a word that just hit home. And I didn't want to, I gave myself a timeline. Cause I didn't want to take too long on this. I just want to get started. Oh, it's <laughs> easy to take forever. Easily. I, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I gave myself a timeline, but I didn't stick to that timeline because I didn't want to just choose something based on time um, constrictions. Mm -hmm. It just didn't feel right. Yeah. So I just kept going, and one day it just hit me. Huh? What about the letter X? X is a placeholder. So that means X can stand for movement, it can stand for forward progression, it can stand for shift, it can stand for possessing of the highest power. It's a placeholder, it's a variable. So by using the letter X, I'm not restricted to one thing. At any point, my brand can take on different purposes. And I was like, wow, you know, it just made sense. And then X is representative of choice like we mark an X on a ballot mm -hmm. so that is also to mean or to represent we always had a choice mm -hmm. in life we don't need to fall victim to our circumstances at any point we always had a choice to create a better reality and then X also stands for magnification and I just thought well yeah that makes sense because once a person realizes their inner beauty, that they always had the power, that they always had the strength, that whatever it is that they're looking for was already within them. Yeah. Once they get it and own it, yeah. their power, beauty, and strength just gets magnified, mm -hmm. right? Because they believe in themselves. So just X just fit perfectly. And oh man, now when I see it, <laughs> I'm like, 
it's gonna have a whole new meaning. Yeah, you know, I love the depth to that and the fact that you were able to see so many different components to how how that tiny little you know easily overlooked letter is, mm -hmm. is so symbolic. You know, beyond the English language. I also noticed the way that you spelled prism was a little yeah. different too. Yes. What was the influence behind that? Well, I always love unique names, uncommon yeah. names, yeah. standing out. And so I thought, well, how can I make prism be unique? Uh -huh. You know, that's a reflection of me. Yeah. So I took away the I, because I saw the I as a self. Mm. So, you know, it's already within. So it's almost like inside the word. I don't know if that makes sense. I love that it's like it's already. <laughs> you know, it doesn't in have to be there. The I is already you. Like you're just you. And then having the Z in there, well, one it helps with pronunciation. You know. But I just thought, you know, I don't know. Z is just more intriguing. Yeah. I guess there's no special <laughs> meaning to that yet. But I just exactly. Yeah, it might be one of those things that comes to you when you're in the middle of your designs and you're like. Mm -hmm. I love aesthetically how it looks. Yeah. It plays off that M really well. It does. Z's always been a cool one. I've always wished I had a Z in my name. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe you might inspire me to, to change mine too. <laughs> Remove the eyes from my name and just, you know, they do it anyways on my mailing letters. Change the S to a Z. <laughs> I love it. Well, I'm so excited to see what comes out from that line mm -hmm. and I know it's going to be beyond what anything I can imagine but yeah. it's very awesome to hear just the inspiration that went in behind, behind that line because yeah, here in California especially we're surrounded by so much diversity and I think that's one of the beauties of living in a city is that we get to experience that and that influences the way that we see life and the fact that we have that access to nature, it pulls you out and kind of almost gives you a better appreciation sometimes when you return and you realize, oh, I do have everything, you know, at my fingertips. It's just a matter of perspective and choice, you know, like you said. So, we all got to get outdoors a little more. Oh, yeah. Get away from the streets sometimes. Be one with nature. <laughs> That's it for today, guys. Again, thank you so much for listening. Let me know in the comments below if you enjoyed this episode and I'll be working hard to release more great content on the blog. Wishing you all a fantastic start to 2017. I will see you in the new year for part two of this episode. <laughs>